0: Hey, hey, wanted to bring you this bonus episode on vitamin D and magnesium. Just kind of wanted to simplify it for you all and clear up some confusion that may be out there right now, especially right now, about vitamin D and magnesium and how beneficial that they both are for our immune system, which of course is important for our autoimmunity health. But before we get started, I wanted to give you a reminder that if you have not snagged my free resource, Foggy and Fatigued. This will give you three very clear and crucial steps to take to help you regain your energy and your thinking in a natural way. So if you are foggy and fatigued, this is the perfect resource for you. If you have not snagged it, go ahead and grab it. Of course, the link will be below. It is completely free. And you'll also get some really great recipes that will support your adrenals and boost your energy levels. And I'm throwing in some email support along with that. So grab that because I know you will love it. Also, I want to let you know, I am working on something super exciting. So I will be bringing that info to you very, very soon. I can't wait to finally be able to tell you, but stay tuned because you don't want to miss this. Okay. Grab a notebook, grab a pen, grab your cup of something hot, I've got my tea, and let's get started on today's show. Welcome to the Treasured Wellness Podcast, where we talk about all things health and where nothing is off limits. You will uncover what may be holding you back so that you can break those chains, get to the root cause, and walk into freedom with confidence, the way God intended for you to live. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, Functional Health Coach and Holistic Lifestyle Advocate. Ladies, together we are going to dig deep into real life so that you are educated and equipped to create the whole health you desire without the overwhelm. Now more than ever is the time for breakthrough, action, and restoration. It's time to get intentional and reclaim your health. If you're ready for mind, body, and soul clarity, then let's get to it. Alrighty, so let's get started. We know that vitamin D deficiency is linked to a more compromised immune system. And more and more studies have come out that have proven that, things that those of us in the functional and holistic realm have been talking about for decades, it's now coming out that when we are deficient in vitamin D, it greatly does compromise our immune system. And while it is absolutely necessary, of course, to make sure that we have a good amount of vitamin D, we might not want to run right out and start taking high doses of it, especially if we haven't taken it before. So this is what I'm seeing. I am seeing more and more people that have an autoimmune disorder panicking in the last two years because of this virus that we are dealing with that frankly is not going away no matter what our government wants us to believe. And they're running out and taking copious amounts of supplements. Now, I get it. I completely understand why they might be doing this. And of course, while I support the use of supplements, I do feel that there are reasons to slow down and get some more information before making a decision. Well, why do I feel that way? Well, I feel that there are three very important things that we should consider before supplementing with vitamin D, especially if we have never been one to supplement with vitamin D before. So the number one thing is, what are your vitamin D levels? Guys, we need to get a baseline. The ranges for optimal vitamin D levels are around 30 to 100. That is your optimal vitamin D range. 20 to 29 is going to be suboptimal, and anything under 20 is defined as deficient. Now, this is in functional medicine, okay? So, I want to go over some symptoms of vitamin D deficiency or just being very low in vitamin D. So, as you're listening, this, of course, these symptoms can include other things as well. That's the the rub, right, of trying to get to the bottom of our concerns, our health concerns, our symptoms, our what's going on. So just, don't just automatically assume because you have one or two of these that you have low D. But again, testing is going to be the way that you find out where you stand. So symptoms of low D include chronic fatigue, depression, trouble sleeping, falling asleep or staying asleep, Anxiety, weak or broken bones, brittle bones, a weakened immune system, inflammation and swelling, and low vitamin D can contribute to hormone imbalances, which our thyroid is greatly affected by this, and it can contribute to cognitive abilities, cancer, mood disorders, anxiety, depression, seasonal affective disorder, insomnia, and lowered immune function, so therefore more susceptible to viruses colds and bacterial infections so if you don't have those symptoms that i mentioned but you might still have low vitamin d then it can contribute to some of those disorders so we need to get a baseline where do we stand with our vitamin d levels number two are you also taking magnesium because magnesium deficiency also mimics vitamin d deficiency and not many people know that. So for example, magnesium deficiency, chronic fatigue, depression, trouble sleeping, anxiety. But also some symptoms of magnesium deficiency can be irritability, constipation, migraines, headache, adrenal fatigue, high blood pressure, menstrual cramps, IBS, reflux, attention deficit, asthma, Insulin resistance, low thyroid levels, poor memory, and other brain concerns. So you can see how intertwined vitamin D and magnesium really are. And also, here's another thing. Optimal magnesium is needed for optimal vitamin D absorption. Magnesium is needed to convert that vitamin D into its usable form. So if we're not supplementing with magnesium and we begin taking high doses of vitamin D, then we may experience an increase in symptoms and think that it's because we started taking the D. But that's not true. In reality, we could be experiencing magnesium deficiency that is triggered by the high doses of the vitamin D. So I want you to think about when you do go to the doctor and you get that lab test done and they say that your vitamin D levels are low and so they want to put you on that prescriptive vitamin D, that pharmaceutical D that is generally about 50,000 IUs and it's like a one one tablet five times a week. So a tablet 10,000 IUs each day for five days, take two days off and start it all over again. So that is... GREATLY high dose of vitamin D if you have never taken it before. So we need to go slow. And some symptoms of starting the high dose of vitamin D when you're not also taking magnesium can be increased anxiety, more acid reflux, muscle cramps, headaches, and insomnia, which again are all symptoms of magnesium deficiency. So Magnesium is super essential. It's the top American nutrient deficiency. It's our master electrolyte. So if it's so important, why are we so deficient? Well, it's because our soil has been so depleted and so eroded where it's just not full of the nutrients that it once was back in maybe our grandparents' day. And also, medicines can pull magnesium out of the body, like antibiotics and diuretics. And then we've got the poor nutritional lifestyle, right? The SAD, the standard American diet, where we are a fast food nation eating processed foods, food that comes out of a box, and that can lead into a magnesium deficiency. And then the last thing, the last reason why us... Americans are so deficient in magnesium, is our gut. Our gut is just not optimal. We are not absorbing properly. We have a lot of gut issues in America. So just really something to think about. And I don't know if this sounds like you or not, but often I have had clients come to me with leg cramps or restless leg syndrome that's really keeping them awake at night trouble sleeping, anxiousness. And once they added in magnesium at bedtime, much of their symptoms decreased or completely went away, which was awesome. And another thing is I know many women have had great relief from their menstrual cramps if they're properly supplementing with magnesium. And you can't just start your period, start cramping and start taking magnesium. You need to let it build up into your system. Consider taking it the week leading up to your cycle and then the week of your cycle. But really depending on how deficient a person is with magnesium is dependent on how often they should be taking it. I also wanna let you know that it is very rare for a doctor to test for magnesium, at least in my experience and The other thing is, only 1% of magnesium is actually in the blood. The rest of it is in our bones and our muscles and our our soft tissues. So that is why the proper test is key to really know. We're not going to really get an idea if they're testing it in our blood and only 1% of magnesium is in our blood. Though, if it comes back deficient, then you're pretty deficient. If it comes back from that blood test. Now, there are, this blew my mind when I, when I discovered this. There are over 3,500 medical references to magnesium deficiency. But guess what? It's still largely ignored in the medical community. Why? Well, because it's not a moneymaker, it's not a drug. And although magnesium has been used for decades in hospitals to help with those emergency situations like heart failure, seizures, um, oh, and those urgency situations like going to the, the ER for a bowel blockage, they use magnesium for that. But magnesium doesn't make money. The drugs make money. And remember, I've shared before how the pharmaceutical companies are controlling the doctors, and controlling most everything in our medical field. So if you do get tested, if you do ask your doctor for a magnesium test, just to see where your levels are at, ask for an RBC or an organic acid testing. Try not to let them just give you the standard serum magnesium. Because again, only 1% is in the blood. But if you do get the serum testing and it shows low, like I said before, chances are your body is crying out for magnesium. And severe magnesium deficiency is linked to autoimmune conditions like diabetes and Hashimoto's thyroiditis. It's also associated with cellular oxidative stress and inflammatory reactions. So it does make sense the link between autoimmune and other chronic diseases and magnesium deficiency. We're just putting another piece of the puzzle together. And here's another thing. People with type two diabetes who regularly take like antacid medications or acid reflux meds like Prilosec, Nexium, any of those proton pump inhibitor meds or take diuretic meds like for hypertension, those people may all potentially struggle with insufficient magnesium. So that's just something to take note of. Okay, number three. How is your gut health? Guys, it's so important that we know how we are absorbing the nutrients that we are taking in. If we have any sort of gut issues, leaky gut, IBS, gallbladder issues, we are just not properly absorbing the nutrients that we are taking in. Good gut health is key. And this is where I like to start my clients journaling all of their foods, their mood, their poop, to get an idea of where their gut is at. How are they digesting? How are they absorbing, eliminating? We need to look at the gut for some answers. Remember, the gut is a second brain. It'll tell us what's going on if we listen to it. So those are the three things that I believe we should consider before supplementing with vitamin D. Number one, what are our vitamin D levels? Number two, are we also taking magnesium? And number three, how is our gut health? And I just wanted to share some final thoughts with you. This is just something that I tried personally myself years ago. I had read a research paper on a doctor that had done a study with her patients who were struggling with sleep, insomnia, disordered sleep. And it was her conclusion that taking magnesium with vitamin D together at bedtime was even more effective than just taking magnesium at bedtime alone for sleep. So I did an experiment, right? Because we can do that. We are our own best advocate for our health. So I'm a guinea pig for myself and I did an experiment. I started taking my vitamin D at night instead of in the morning. Because we hear, oh, you should take vitamin D in the morning because it's going to give you energy. So I'm like, well, what's the worst that can happen? A few nights of... Worse sleep than I was having at the time. So I started taking my vitamin D with my magnesium at night. And I didn't necessarily do it at bedtime. I tended to take it more at dinner time because I would forget at bedtime. So I got to tell you, I really think she was onto something. Like I did start sleeping a whole lot better. And of course, with anything, you've got to give it time to let it build up into your system. But I thought that was very helpful for me. My second thought I want to share with you is getting outside, getting out in the sun and getting 10 to 20 minutes of daily sun to skin contact is truly the best way to get in our vitamin D. Don't put sunscreen on. You don't want to inhibit the absorption of the vitamin D into our skin. 10 to 20 minutes is sufficient. Some studies have even shown that you're getting up to 10,000 IUs of natural vitamin D um, I haven't dug any deeper in that, but that's an interesting thought But that, that would be really great. So try to sit out in the sun 10 to 20 minutes daily for that sun to skin contact or, you know, as you're going for a walk. It's a little bit trickier in the winter. I get it. I totally get it. And full disclosure, I have literally stood in front of my glass door when the sun's beating on it. And just, just to get that, sun to skin contact even though it was like 20 degrees outside. There was no way this girl was going for a walk and there wasn't going to be much skin showing anyway on that walk. So I found years ago that that was a great way to stay warm, get the sun, get the much needed benefits from the sun because I could do a whole episode on the benefits of the sun for mood disorders and Being that I do suffer from seasonal affective disorder, like it was really a game changer sitting in the sun every single day that it was sunny out some way, shape, or form during the winter really was a game changer for me. So the third thought I want to point out are, and you might want to jot these down, here are some foods with good amounts of magnesium, of course, you've got those dark leafy greens like spinach and Swiss chard, but then you've got dark chocolate. Yay, I'm so excited that that is on the list. You wanna make sure it's true chocolate though. A Hershey's dark chocolate is not the same as like a endangered species brand dark chocolate, okay? The, the purity of the cocoa is not the same. So you want to get the good quality dark chocolate. And one square gives you 95 milligrams of magnesium. So that is cool. And also, just to kind of stay on the chocolate train, that is why I always have raw cacao powder in my pantry, always. Because that is such a great source of magnesium. And I'm a chocoholic, so there you go. (laughs) And then we have some pumpkin seeds, almonds, black beans, avocado, salmon, Kefir, figs, and banana, those are all foods that have a higher amount of magnesium in them. So if there's anything on that list, you know, try to make sure you're getting some of that in daily to help you get that natural form of magnesium. Number four, there are many different forms of magnesium, but regardless, it is vital for relaxation in the body. Okay. So some work better for needs more than others. For example, magnesium glycinate is best for sleep. It'll help you to relax. Magnesium citrate is best for constipation. It helps your bowels relax. And sometimes we do need a combination of different magnesiums to get the results and the relief that we're looking for. Often people will get the typical magnesium citrate over the counter for maybe constipation, but they're not getting any relief. So they stop and they say, well, magnesium doesn't work for me. That's not true. Magnesium does work. That person just wasn't getting the correct form for what their body needed. Remember, it's all about bioindividuality. We are all created differently, so we need to find what works best for our unique body. And then number five, as with anything, too much can be toxic for our bodies. So in functional medicine, we use a phrase, test, don't guess. This is so important so that we know where we stand and how we can improve. We can't just throw supplements and vitamins at ourselves and continue on living an unhealthy lifestyle. It doesn't work that way. And if this past two years hasn't shown us that, I don't know what has because there are people that are very, very fearful of a virus that is not going away, but they're loading up their grocery cart full of sugar, processed foods, fake foods, food-like substances, and they're not moving their bodies. So it truly does matter what we eat and how we live. It really does matter. And God says that it matters too. All throughout his word, he says it matters. Our body is a temple and we need to treat it like one. So diving deep into your health like this are some of the things that we cover in my coaching when we work together on your specific needs. So if you are ready to get eyes on your specific trouble areas, then let's hop on a call this week. I do offer a one-time session with a focused food and lifestyle review that will do a deep dive and will get you some clarity fast without a long-term coaching commitment. So I just wanted to let you know about that. And I do have a Bible verse that I want to read from Psalms. It's Psalms 84, 11. But, you know, I think I'm going to read, I'm going to read starting in verse 8. I'm going to read verses 8 through 12. Lord God of armies, hear my prayer. Listen, God of Jacob. Consider our shield, God, Look on the face of your anointed one. Better a day in your courts than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather stand at the threshold of the house of my God than live in the tents of the wicked people. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord grants favor and honor. He does not withhold the good from those who live with integrity. Happy is the person who trusts in you, Lord of armies. Let me pray over you. Lord, I pray over each woman listening that you would give them the Holy Spirit's wisdom and discernment needed for their unique situation. Help them to know the steps to take and in the manner that you determine. And we thank you in advance. for First in Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, thanks for listening. I just really felt like this was an important episode to put out there, especially in this crazy time that we're living in right now. And again, you are your best advocate for your health. So if this episode has blessed you in any way, please share it with a friend, share it with somebody who it would also bless. And as always, I am here for you. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you next week, beautiful.